In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. Perfect, man. Okay, so, Corktown, I want to read. I want to read you a quote. So, yesterday, Stephen King posted on his Twitter. Right. I'm from. I'm three episodes in. Wonderful concept, beautifully handled. Is it possible these people are dead and don't know it? That spike through the head. Holy cow! When the master of horror says that, man, that's full validity right there, dude. I mean, need I say more? I think that is the highest accolade you can achieve when working in this world. Stephen King himself. He said he loves it. And I don't know if anybody saw, but last year, season one, he tweeted about us maybe two, three times as well. So he's like a, he's an ongoing fan, which is, it's it's like the greatest honor I think I could have ever received. I don't know, man. It, it, when he says it, there's, it, it doesn't get any, any better than that. Uh, so I have a feeling, I feel like Ellis in the, in, in the real world before this all happened or, or wherever we are, I feel like he was a bit of a smooth operator or the old school term ladies man with with <laughs> with with you know going on you know dates or or relationships. Is uh, that an ac- is that an accurate read with Ellis? May you know what I th- look if I'm going to stand up for him a bit I would say maybe he had the chops to do it. Yeah. But he's always been looking for something deeper which is Look, there's a bit of a theory that the cast has and the audience has that maybe we're all here for a reason. Nothing is confirmed. We don't right. know what it is. But the way I kind of approach the relationship with Alice and Fatima in the show is he was there to be with her. Yeah. And I think deep down, he may have always known that that, that piece of him was missing. Yeah. So maybe in the real world, you know, he'd, he'd flirt around, but he didn't find anybody like her. Until he no, and yeah, and full disclosure in the show, he's an absolute gentleman. Like he's not like a a, a guy that is you know shady in that regard. He's 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 a good dude, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, so you have New York roots. I feel like, are you from New York? No, I'm from Toronto. Oh, okay. I was, That's I was where gonna, I'm now. Okay. Yeah, no, I've I've been like bouncing around. So I spent a lot of my time, especially now in my twenties in New York. I've actually been hanging out at Harold Perrineau's house in LA for the last few months. But I'm a Winnipeg born, Toronto raised, New York and LA based actor so you've been you've been hanging out at harold's house for the last few months before yeah man i've been you know lucky for him to and 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 his and his wonderful wife Brittany to welcome me into their home and i i stayed there supposed to be about 10 days and i stayed there all march and just about all april just hanging out with them and just speculating about the show getting ready for the release and then we had our premiere there so my friends flew out and they're just man he i cannot give enough praise to that guy as an actor as a scene partner and then off screen i've just been so lucky to 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 just be allowed to hang out with him man and he's been so welcoming it's been really great i was going to ask you what you learned you know from him as an actor and as a man because you spent time a lot of time on both aspects of that and i guess you kind of answered that i mean you just have nothing but respect for the man man i've learned i've learned you know it's a, the most surprising thing to me about him is his charisma and his passion and his energy is not fake at all. Mm, mm. It's not even, it's not even a thing that he knows he's good at. So he does. Right. 
it's so rooted in his in his truth and his self because he is so happy to be here. He's so happy to be with whoever he's he's speaking to, and that translates into his acting. So the biggest thing I think I've learned about him is just to be there, man. Mm. And just be, just be with whoever you're with, even if, if you're with yourself. Just 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 stand in it. And it, it sounds like so kind of loosey goosey, maybe a little strange, but to watch him do it in action has just been. I've never met anybody like him. Uh, yeah, you're getting real real world experience as far as teaching um and learning. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh Ellis, your character, um boy, uh, we speaking of Boyd, we, we we see what your your character had to endure with with his, you know, quote unquote parents. I mean, that's not an easy thing. Like, I mean, everyone's dealing with something in from, but that might be the biggest. That was maybe one in a season in the first season. That was maybe one of the biggest things that blew me away, how difficult that was to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean. First of all, John Griffin and the rest of the writing team, John Griffin, our creator, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, the way they all came together to make that story arc throughout an entire season and feel so real and feel so heartbreaking and also throughout the entire show kind of give little hints as to what may be going on. It was just so beautifully done. And it was it was so gut-wrenching to even step into i mean every single day showing up to work with that really being at the at the forefront of everything ellis goes through especially in that season it was a lot i mean to contemplate losing your mother is a lot but to also have to deal with the fact that it was your father who shot her Mm, mm. and then he ellis also was dealing with this idea that you know maybe if i wasn't here if i wasn't here for my dad to have to protect me, maybe my mom would have never died. So there's this whole kind of complex, you know, cycle of just grief that goes and washes over these people. And it was, it was, it was a lot, but I mean, I'm so happy with the way that it was, it was received. I mean, I remember on Twitter, uh, the Frumley, the people who love our show, they're so, (laughs) so shout out the Frumley, but they're so vocal about the things that they love Mm. and that they don't love, but very much the things that they love. And I, I saw this one, this one guy, he, he tweeted, he's just like, you know, I went and hugged my son after I watched episode eight, where mm. we have a bit of a reconciliation. Mm. And he's, it, it really made me think about, you know, how grateful I am to have this relationship with them. And that was the most special thing about that. It made yeah. people in the real world be like, God, you know, I have a lot. I have a lot. And I, I, I should hold on to this because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Two last questions for you, man. Thank you for this time. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I want to say the wonderful 206. I'm going to dance around spoilers here. The wonderful 206 drops next. I think it's one of the most powerful episodes, best episodes. You have Boyd risking it all. Yeah. You have Elgin risking it all. Everything. You have your character going through some stuff. Yeah, he's going they're in for a surprise. Oh, dude. Everybody online. I'm going to make sure I tell I, I'm going to get close to the camera. Everybody online is speculating about this episode. And I want to tell you, and I want to tell everybody in the world, you have no idea what is coming your way. This is the episode that's going to change everything. This is the most exciting episode we've done to date. This is the most bad shit crazy episode of TV <laughs> ever. I'm telling you now, ever. <laughs> so I'm going to say this. Um, you know, one of the things that... I don't think it's a frustration. I think the Frumley people love it, but I think they are just waiting and waiting for this moment to like, all right, where are they? What's going on? Where? Yeah. I mean, I'm patient. I, I could watch whatever. I, I don't care. I, mean, I do care, but like, it doesn't bother me, but there are people that it's like, 
When's this change happening? When's it going to click? Uh, I guess you just gave me your answer. I mean, kind of 206, I guess. Look, this 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 is the this is the thing. It's kind of a two part uh, uh, spiel. I'm going to go on. The first one is is, is going to make it easier for the audience to to kind of bear with us. The actors know just as much as as the audience, right? As far as season to season, you know, I only know what happens right up until season two, episode ten. Mm-hmm. Now the writers and the the creators and the showrunners they all know everything. But they're not letting us know. So we're just as in the dark. But I will also say the really special thing about From is in every single episode, there are answers. And only when we continue to bring the story along and you go back and you rewatch and you really zone in and you really pay attention, you'll find out exactly what is going on. But it's going to take a while because it's a journey. And also keep in mind, the first two seasons of only eh, two weeks. Give or take, it's not a lot of time. Mm. These people aren't, they're not just going to get out, you know, hey, where are we? Oh, we're right here. Let's go. It's going to take us a little time. And we're also just, we're happy to keep making you guys, you know, really, really fun TV. So I I don't want it to end at episode five, season two. I want maybe episode three, season four, something like that. As you watch the show, the final product, right? Because you're not around for everything being glued together. The final, like when I watch the final product, when you watch the final product, um, is there a character um, or characters that you've been kind of blown away by? I mean, I know you, you, you work, the ones you work with, you're certainly going to say them, and I get that. But is there somebody that you haven't worked with that you're like, holy cow, even if it's a minor character? Like, I got to say, from my point of view, like the interviews I've had, everyone's loved the whole cast, but they mm-hmm. love they love Smiley, okay? Smiley's fucking awesome. Smiley's <laughs> so awesome. Jamie, who plays him, is, is just such a special talent i mean he is able to to just step into that character so it's spooky man like you, you're yeah. talking to jamie you turn around you turn back and there's smiley right there like, back <laughs> but I, I would honestly say i've had one scene with him uh and it would be scott mccord who plays victor yeah it's great and i'm so happy that he is such a such a bigger force in this season i know the audience is, is happy that he's there because he nails every moment and he's also just one of the most intriguing characters because of the history that he brings and the potential future that he's bringing to the show. I think he's so cool and I'd love to see some more between myself and him. But every time I see him on screen, I'm like, fuck, man, I don't know how he does it. Corkdown, big fan. I'm happy to be along for the ride. Thank you for your work. Thank you so much, man. It was great talking to you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available, www.mmcpodcast.com.